Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power Your Life Radio Show with host and success doc Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us on Power Your Life, and I hope you're doing well. And today we have a very special guest. How well do you know yourself and how important are you to you? Do you value yourself? Do you feel empowered in your life, in your work, in your relationships, in all that you do? Well, we're going to talk about that today and more. And my guest is Jacqueline Hayes, who's a three-time author a motivational speaker, and an empowerment consultant. She helps women achieve influence and self-confidence while instilling passion, focus, and commitment in them as well. Jacqueline leverages her 20 years of experience in human resources and her talent management in healthcare, telecommunications, and technology. Her three books, Unfolding a Woman's, Woman's Journey, You Are Enough, A Guide to Love, Joy, Peace, Freedom, and Acceptance, and Blossom, Discover the Beautiful Flower Within. They are all born from her fascination with human behavior and a strong desire to connect with people and to empower them to achieve their own greatness. Welcome, Jacqueline Hayes. How are you? Great. How are you? Wonderful. Thanks. So, Excellent. how did how did you get into this? By the way, in terms of writing the books, you have a very different and diverse background. How did how did this come about? I think overall, I'm pretty much curious by nature. I'm pretty much my own test person in terms of um, potential and figuring out how to get more out of life. I'm extremely curious, and I've noticed just as a little girl, I've always been good at asking questions like, "Why this? Why that? What does this mean? What does that mean?" And one question that tends to stand out for me, which is kind of like my ongoing journey in terms of potential, is um, what is the difference between people whose dreams come true and people's dreams and people and people who have dreams and they don't come true? Because we're all the same, we all have the same amount of time, and so what's the difference? And so that question has just kind of led me down this interesting path of figuring out what that is and um, testing myself and test, and looking at other individuals say, okay, well, how how does that some people get to live a happy, amazing, beautiful life and some people do not, right? And so um, just by asking different questions, exploring different possibilities, looking at different belief systems and um, tinkering around with some ideas to see um, how to just shift some concepts, mental concepts that, that are not working, how to actually um, change those to you know, you're lucky when you were younger asking those questions that people didn't say, enough, Jacqueline, <laughs> and, and stop I know, you. I know, I know. <laughs> because so that curiosity <laughs> really helped to develop 
you and and the ongoing questions about about people and human behavior. So that's that's really important yeah. that that you were in silence, right? <laughs> I feel so fortunate and so blessed. I have two amazing brothers, and they thought all my questions were interesting and great. I don't know if it's because I was the only girl, and they had to listen to it because my mom told them to or what. But um, <laughs> that environment, <laughs> that environment really cultivated. Um, just the, the courage to ask the questions, feel safe and comfortable asking the questions. And um, looking back, I appreciate that so much. And, you know, it, it's not only was it a blessing to you, it's a blessing to, to all of the people that you work with, too. So um, what were you doing? I love the background in human resources and talent acquisition. Can you talk a little bit about that? Right. So I started my career in talent acquisition recruitment in 97 and worked with different industries where um, responsible for hiring different professionals across different spectrums in terms of um, different job industries, telecommunications, IT, and healthcare. And I love that so much because I'm totally a people person. So I, I had the privilege and the opportunity to talk to so many people about the types of jobs they wanted, what they were looking for, and to match them to the job opportunities that I was working on. And um, it just really confirmed my awareness that I'm totally a people person and I'm totally a person who likes to be in a situation to help someone get what they want or to be instrumental in, in, in helping them get the outcome they want in terms of a job or a career, whether it's a career change or a career upgrade. And so um, just loved it, just loved it fully. It was totally amazing. Well, wonderful because it, it actually it... – segued into really what you're doing today. So how do yeah. people how do people get to a place of recognizing their own value? Wow, that is such a juicy question. How do people get to a place where they recognize their own value? I, I can't hear you. One way. Can you hear me? Now I can. Go ahead. Yeah, one way I would say is just kind of take an inventory of where your life stands today and your relationships in terms of how your relationships look and feel to you, asking yourself, do I feel valued in my relationships? And pay attention to the feedback, right? A lot of us go through life on autopilot and never ask ourselves that question, do I surround myself with people who love, honor, and respect me? And more importantly, the question is, do I love, honor, and respect myself, and what does that look like? So um, sometimes you have to pull over, which is what I had to do years ago, is kind of pull over and take inventory of my life and ask myself, okay, is your life really working for you, right? And the answer was no, right? I was so... I was just, I was so disconnected on so many levels, and it showed up in so many ways in my life, and it just offered me the opportunity um, to pull over and take a look at myself and ask myself, okay, what is going on? You know, who are you being, who are you being right now and why? And just starting to um, sort of do the work, do the, the digging to find out what caused the disconnect and things like that. So um, I would say just ask yourself, if, how does your life look right now? And is that working for you? How does it feel? And you know it's interesting what you said because other people may value us, and it's important to get to get an idea of how we're viewed by other people. However, there may be a disconnect between how other people value you 
want a person versus how that individual or how we value ourselves. And often, from my experience and probably yours as well, we tend to devalue ourselves. And when you compare what other people are saying about us, it seems like, wow, how come they see that and we don't? So what gets in the way? Well, I think sometimes we get, we get more caught up in what other people think about us instead of figuring out who we are, realizing that we are unique, we are special, we are a work in progress just like everyone else. And and what I've learned, if you continue to define yourself by other people's perspective of you, you'll just forever be kind of like in the woods, lost, never really sure because, okay, so today we're having this great conversation, Dr. Joanne White, right? And you think I'm great, I think you're awesome, right? Tomorrow I catch you on a day where – You've got other priorities, and I'll look to you for that value, and I don't get it. So now I'm questioning how I feel, which it may not be true. You just have other priorities. So if I'm looking to you to determine my value, then I miss the opportunity to kind of find a solid place within to just be who I am. Otherwise, if you're not clear about who you are, you'll just be in the wind all the time looking for someone to validate you and to um, affirm your value, which I think is so self-defeating. And oftentimes, even if somebody else affirms our value, if we don't believe it, it really doesn't yeah. It doesn't matter. If we're not believing it, so, well, thanks for saying that. And you think, but, but no, that's not me. I, I don't really feel that way about myself. So how do we get I to know. a place of knowing <laughs> our own worth? And that's the challenge. So let's start with that. How do we really do that? One thing you do is kind of pay attention to the conversation that's going on in, in your head. Like there's a, there's, all, there's a constant conversation going on in your head, and I talk about it in my book, You Are Enough. There's this ongoing loop of mental chatter that we all have, and some of us have it and we're not aware of it, but you have to kind of get quiet with yourself and say, okay, what is the conversation that I'm having with myself? You know, am I – telling myself, oh, my gosh, you can't do it, you'll never do it, or who am I to think I can do it, or I have a dream, but what if, what if I fail if I go for it, or what if people laugh at me if I go for my dreams, or um, I'm not tall enough, I'm not thin enough, I'm not whatever enough, like just paying attention to the commentary going on in your head and ask yourself, are these – and asking yourself, are the thoughts really serving me well? And that question will kind of start to break the loop in terms of now you're paying attention to your thought traffic, which will give you an opportunity to insert different information or to start to change the conversation. For example, if you decide you want to go for your dreams or your goals, let's say to write a book or to um, change your job or start a new career or whatever your thing is, right? So, You've got the mind chatter saying, oh, you can't do it. It's never been done or it's too late or, oh, you may fail or people may laugh at you or whatever. So that's a lot of commentary going on. Well, you could say, okay, well, well, what if I can do it? The idea, the concept came to me from some source. Why don't I give myself permission to give it a try? Why don't I just make, make a step to see if it is possible, to see if I can do it? And I think just by inserting different information or different context into the conversation, it breaks up the negative chatter and it helps people to um, just change the internal dialogue, which impacts everything in your life. 
You know, I I think that's important. However, I'm going to give you a little caveat because when I was younger, I used to hear that voice, which was so loud. And that's the thing. When that voice comes on so loudly and powerfully, it's like you're stunning under it. It's like, wow. And (laughs) that voice used to say to me, oh, you can't wash a dish. You'll break it. You can't do that. What's wrong with you? You can't drive a car. And it really, it can be debilitating. So it's, 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 it can be, yes. Uh, you have to be able to get past that and recognize there's a recognition piece, I believe, that, you know what, even though it's sounding louder and stronger and like, oh, my, wait, hey, <laughs> that's how I felt. I, I, I really felt like. I, I Same here, exactly. It's overwhelming. It's it's huge. It's just, and it's like a megaphone. It screams at you all the time. And, yeah, I, I totally get it. And just be, I think acknowledging it, like you said, recognizing, becoming aware of the internal dialogue. And most of us pick that up from somewhere in our experience, that, you know, just our life experiences, and just realizing, hey, wait a minute, this isn't true. Maybe I can do it, right? And that's one thing I talk about with individuals, how to optimize your potential to have an idea, to have a thought, to have a concept, right, to have something in the abstract, and how do I – how do I believe enough in myself to tap into the inner spirit that's within me, that's within all of us actually to, to see if it's possible, right? Like the first book, when I wrote the first book many years ago back in, wow, was that 1990? It was like a long time ago, right? The first book was a long time ago. It's on Amazon. You can take right. a look. I, the words came, and I was like, no, one's in my fam- no one in my family has ever published a book. Who do I think I am to publish a book, right? And... um. Along with that thought was another thought. It's like, why not you, right? It's not about you. It's about who you're going to serve by sharing the words with the world, right? And so um, that begins to shift the momentum from the negative chatter doesn't go away, but the more you believe in yourself, it kind of it elevates the, the positive talk in your head, and it kind of puts the negative talk on simmer. <laughs> that makes sense. But I think eventually, like, minds, minds shut up. <laughs> Because I had to work, I seriously, because I had to learn how to work with it. Or I couldn't even do like normal kinds of activities because that voice was saying, no, you can, and you're going to mess it up so much (laughs) that it's not even worth trying. So, but you're right. Once you get to a place of taking charge of yourself and recognizing that that voice isn't the commanding voice that that vo- that you can overpower that voice and silence it like you said but it does take effort and it also like not cowering <laughs> in the corner from that because <laughs> I'm rem- you know as we're talking I'm remembering that feeling when I was younger and it was like <gasps> yeah wow and I think that's the voice that keeps a lot of us from retreatment from even taking a step of just like a step of faith. Uh, I think that voice is so overpowering and so overwhelming that it keeps keeps us from even just attempting to see what we're made of. Because I think there's an inexhaustible inexhaustible capacity within all of us to do great and amazing things with our lives. But that voice, that voice, yeah, I don't know if we should call the voice Bruno or Margaret, but it's a strong voice that definitely commands your attention. You have to just. <laughs> Right. I love it. Yes. Yeah. Giving it an, yeah. 
you can also say to it, I mean, you could talk back to it and say, you know, enough or whatever. I, you know, I've had to create techniques for myself and also my clients to to work with that because, yeah, like I, you do, because I was gonna ask it you, really, yeah. What, what did you do? It re- it really gets in the way. Um, that's for a whole other because <laughs> there's a whole there are lots of different <laughs> techniques. Oh, in in one yeah. in in one of the um, seminars I did, I when that voice is overpowering, I said to people, you know, you could talk to that voice and just say thank you. I'll take it under advisement. <laughs> but again, you're the one that's in charge. Or like you said, and I've done this too and taught people too, is that once there is that negative that's saying, no, you can't do that, what's wrong with you, you're worthless, or you know, whatever that refrain key is, you just, like you said, you substitute something positive and more se- more self-supporting, and eventually you're training and retraining your mind and your brain to shift from that, because ba- because what happens is it becomes like anything else, a habitual form of behavior. So that voice just runs on and on and on. Like it, it's having a great time because nobody stopped it. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like a freight train out of control. It's like, oh, my gosh, this is running my life, and I have no clue. And I'm wondering why my life is, my life is horrible because there's this freight train of thoughts that just goes on constantly. And um and sometimes you're not even aware of it. But one thing that was really helpful in terms of a technique that has really saved my life and changed so many things is meditation. It's just getting quiet, getting calm, and practicing taking deep breaths. It really helps me center myself when when, I, when things get a little crazy or, or just busy or, or just a lot to deal with. Um, it really helps me in terms of paying attention to the thoughts that are going to serve the outcome, which is what I'm looking for versus the thoughts that are just trying to keep, that'll keep you playing small in life or just keep you settling. So meditation is right. And I agree. Meditation is important. However, if you're being quiet and that voice in your, in your quiet moments is louder and screaming at you and still saying you're (laughs) worthless, what's wrong with you, then, then you have to shift gear. And there are different kinds of meditation where, um, one one form of meditation, you're just watching those thoughts go by and just in your mind you're just saying thinking so they don't have any value. They're just like, okay, like like words just floating away like, like a cloud. All right, thinking, yeah. thinking, thinking. And it really doesn't matter what they're saying because because they're not giving you anything of, of meaning. <laughs> you said something that is very important, and that is that we all have within us so much more potential potentiality than we recognize and i totally believe that and you and i both work with people to help them get to that place of recognizing their worth their value their potential so give us some ideas of how you go about doing that and also we have a few people that are waiting i don't know if they just want to listen or talk to us or whatever so we'll go we'll get to okay. that in a, in a few Right. One so how I'd do like you help? Go ahead. Go ahead, Dr. White. Yeah. No, I was going to what, say, so how do you help get to being more empowered? Right. One question I present to individuals, whether it's one-on-one consulting or in my workshop or seminars, is asking the question, what do I want? And so we look at that question from different aspects. That's what do I want mentally, spiritually, financially, emotionally, socially, whatever. 
and taking that question, what do I want, and looking at where you are right now. It's like, okay, well, where do I stand right now in that area of my life? Let's say socially, I want to have healthy social connections, right? I want um, However, right now, my social connections, you could say, well, a compromise. Um, people tend to drain me. I never get to ask for what I want. My relationships are out of balance. So that's your current thing. The question is, what do I want? I want to have relationships where I get to honor people, people honor me. It feels good. It feels right. And so just by asking the question, what do I want, it begins to work to help you tap into the potential to ask yourself, what changes, what adjustments, what shifts do I in the emphasis on I, what do I need to make in order to have the outcome that I want? And, you know, the, those questions are very important. So once you get to recognizing what it is you want, what it is that you want to put out into the world and do with your own life and what's calling to you in some way, shape, or form, what's next? I want this. He's like, okay, I, okay, this is important. Why don't I have now, it? What? Right. I do, yeah. Yeah, what's standing in the way? What thoughts, what beliefs, what thought patterns are keeping me from, have, from having this thing I want? One thing could be, well, I'm not worthy of being around people. I'm not worthy of healthy social connections. Like um, people are comfortable dumping their toxic garbage in my life and not allow it to happen because, you know, from my family, that's that's what my mom did or that's what I saw in my family. So that's what I know that's what's familiar to me. And you ask yourself, what well, does that reflect what you want, right? You have to kind of sit with the question long enough to get the feedback. And if the answer is no, it's okay, well, what do I need to do? What thoughts, what beliefs, what patterns do I need to change now? Because it's a journey, it's an ongoing process to get me to the place of which the outcome is I want healthy social connections. How do I first get healthy with myself? How do I develop or establish a relationship with myself because that's what you take into every other social connection is your healthy social um, perspective. So questions and just checking and question and just walking down this journey of, okay, I want a different experience. How do I get there from here? What thoughts do I need to change? What behaviors do I need to change? How do I need to be patient with myself? How do I need to love myself? How do I need to be kind to myself and give myself permission to let go of the dense belief patterns that are so embedded in me that I have to figure out how to uproot, destroy, dissolve, and set in new belief patterns, as in I am worthy, I am worthy, I do deserve to surround myself with healthy, wonderful, amazing people because I am on a journey of becoming a healthy, wonderful, amazing person myself. And that's so important. So how do we do that? We 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 look at the questions, we decide what's important, what we really want, and we're ready. And like you said, we have to kind of go through that whole belief system and kind of censor or cast out those old beliefs that tell us we're not worthy, we're not good enough. So what are some techniques that you use to, or at least one technique, and, and then we'll go to some of these people that are waiting, that can help yeah. us if that. One technique that's really helpful, I've been journaling for years, is that when you start asking the questions, then you'll notice that things will start to come up, start, things will just look like rise up within you that you've kind of suppressed or ignored. So journaling is a good way to just write it down and get it out of your system and to be able to take a look at it to 
kind of clear the internal space to make room for the wisdom or the insight that's going to come in to say, okay, well, here's how you get to where you want to go, right? So the journaling, it, 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 for me, has, it's a process where it kind of it clears the inner space, right? You get all of that conversation, all of that dialogue out of you, and it opens the space for the higher spirit for God to come in and, and pour in what it seems like the wisdom, the insight, the knowledge on how to do it, how to have the thing that you want. And I think that's important. I think it's important to be, I, I like what you said, to sort of clear that internal space. Um, right. But I've worked with people, and they're, and as they're journaling, they're, some of their journaling is about, you know, what's wrong with you? Why did you ever do that? Why, why can't you ever be like, like your brother or like your, you know, or... Well, because I'm and not my some, brother. That's the one thing. I'm just not my brother. Just ask this. Like, you have to almost, like, disrupt, <laughs> disrupt certain questions. Like, I'm not my brother. I'm myself. I am not my brother, okay? And sometimes you have to just be really, like, clear with your thoughts. Like, we're not doing that. Like, we're just not. One of the things I had to do when I was younger was actually dial have a dialogue. It wasn't necessarily journal. I guess it was journaling, but create okay. a dialogue between that voice that was like telling me I was I was no good, versus another voice that was countering that, and and helping that voice that was telling me I'm okay to win. <laughs> it was a struggle. It is, but it is a challenge. It is. And you have to be committed. That's important. You have to be committed to you to really, like, not want to stay stuck in a place that's, that's telling you you're, not, you're no good. There's, not, there's, there's so much wrong yeah. with you, and there's nothing good about you, and, and, and that's oh important. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Right. And just understanding that you are worth it, that this is your life happening right now, and you are the person who has to decide how you want your life to be like that. That's the empowering piece is realizing that it's all up to you, right? <laughs> you get to decide which dialogue, which conversation you're going <laughs> to believe. Like, <laughs> like Napoleon Hill in his book Think and Grow Rich, it talks about how you just how you have to be mindful of that and be clear about where you want to stand in your life. And um, that dialogue is so important, just getting on the right side of it. I totally agree. So tell us a little bit. You have. Blossom, discover the, I love the title too, Discover the Beautiful Flower Within. Tell us a little bit about that book. Right. So Blossom is my most recent book. It was published um, spring of last year, and it really talks about personal growth, personal development, meaning that who you are as a human being, there's a, a spirit inside of you that, that that is inexhaustible. And I also believe we can look at our lives in terms of there's a sea, like the, the, the oak tree is inside the acorn, right, just like inside of us. Like there's so much more to us than what is now. And so how do you give yourself permission to allow your seed of potential to get the right nutrients it needs, the right environment, the right soil, so that it can grow and blossom into this beautiful tree or flower or whatever it is you're going to be, and not just for you, but how your life experience is going to actually fragrance and servants service the world by by you blossoming as a human being as an individual that is going to benefit so many people around you so it lets you know that your life isn't just about you but it's about the bigger the greater community which is the world like how can I serve and be of service you know I totally 
Yeah, I totally support that. I think that's so important. And I, I love the, the way that you compare that to, you know, to to a tree and a flower. And so what nutrients do we need to feel that way, to be able to recognize, Jacqueline, that not only are we enough, we're more than enough, and we have the tools and the and everything within us to, to be able to do what we desire to do and also to be of service in that larger picture that you said to the world? Yeah, I think three things. One is to, to love yourself, right, to realize that I, I, I'm i made of love, I'm built to love, and I'm a loving person, just nurturing that in yourself over and over again. And another thing I think is hugely important is kindness, practicing kindness toward yourself, speaking kind words to yourself like, okay, I, you know, we had a different you know, didn't turn on one, but it's okay. We'll give it another go, or it's okay. You're okay. It's okay. And the third point um, is just realizing that your life has value, that I believe we're all put here for a unique purpose to do something with our lives. And I just think understanding that your life has value, it changes everything. Um, it makes you more intentional in your relationships, more intentional in your interactions more intentional in how you show up in your life and in the world because you realize I am passing through, so how can I share the gifts that I was given? How can I share those gifts with the world before my time expires, if that makes any sense? Oh, it it definitely makes sense, and it's important. Let's see if somebody has a question here. Yeah. Hello, you're on the air. You know, I think that person just wanted to listen, and that's okay. We'll try someone else here because they are great, and that's okay. Hello, you're on the air. Okay, so I think they really are interested in listening, which is fine because okay. what you have to offer is valuable, and many people don't really know how, like we're, what we're talking about, how to create value for themselves and sometimes it's easier to tell somebody else how wonderful they are and beautiful they are and whatever and then when it comes to us we minimize that or we don't have the the tools or or the wherewithal or even the inner dialogue that we've been talking about right. to do that. Correct. Right, I agree. So, there's, there's a huge opportunity. Yes, it is. So how do you when when you work individually with people, how do you get past people's that that voice that people have or or that disbelief that somebody has that saying you know I'd love to do this but but I I don't feel worthy and maybe they don't even verbalize that but you can tell you can sense it in in their conversation in in their act, actions and whatever what are some things that you do Right. The one thing I do, which is what I talked about earlier, is I go back to the one question. It's very simple for me. It's like, what do you want, right? This is what you said you wanted. This is what you want, right? And now if you're going to talk yourself out of the thing you say you want, do you really want it? If you don't want it, let's take that off the table and let's put a, still ask the question, what do you really want, right? Yes, and get clear definitely. about whatever that is. So, Right. So the what do you want question helps to change the dialogue because if you want something, you're going to talk yourself out of it. You have to ask yourself, do I really want it? And if the negative dialogue kind of keeps you in this, in this space where you kind of you don't move, you don't get any momentum of moving, you ask yourself, well, is the dialogue that's in my head, is it really true? Am I really a bad person? Like am I really just a horrible person? 
am I am I am I really a loser? And can I not do it? And just by asking that question on the the negative dialogue, it opens it up to say, hey, you're not going to just keep controlling my life in this way, right? It's like, okay, this is the thing I want. I realize I have been operating in this way for so long. I'm just going to give myself permission to say, I do want this. And like what I said earlier, going back to being loving toward yourself, to speak kind, it's like, I do want this. I do desire a certain quality of life. I do realize I've been operating from a negative, self-defeating, limited perspective. I'm very much aware of that, but I am done with that. I am tired of that. I want more. I just want to enjoy my life. Some, a simple thought is, I just want to enjoy my life. I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm just tired of the negative dialogue. It's overwhelming. It's exhausting. I don't even like it. It's like, you just kind of just get fed. It's like, I'm so done with you, right? Cultivate different thoughts, going back to the question of what do I want, okay? Why do you want it? Where do you stand now? What one step, once, what's one step, what's one thought you can think today to start moving in the direction of getting what you want to turn that idea into a tangible concept. And um, Dr. Y, I can tell you what you know, it's a journey, but you have to give yourself permission to love yourself. And I think that premise, that perspective begins to kind of soften the, 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 the soil or the ground to make room for the, the, the thing you want to start to, to, to begin to manifest in your life. You know, it's so important what you said, too, because it is a journey. It's not necessarily that, okay, this is what I want, and how come it's not happening? I mean, <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> like today, like, isn't yeah, it? Like today, like now, like now. Yeah, well, maybe you spent 20-plus years or 30 years or whatever with all that negative dialogue, hello, and now you expect hello. it to shift in in seconds, right? I mean, <laughs> Yeah, that's like, yeah, how do you just, how do you take all those wild monkeys that you're in? That's what I call them, your thoughts all over the places. So they're like wild monkeys. How do you just tame all the wild monkeys and just kind of get things under control? That doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. It takes loving yourself. It takes being kind to yourself. It takes understanding that your life has meaning, uh, your life has value, and that you are worth it, right? It, it takes effort, and you're worth the effort you have to put in to change your life. Because no one's, no one's coming to do it for you. Everybody's busy trying to live their life, so no one's coming to save you. No one's going to do all your work for you. That's the investment that you must make in yourself, right? And you know what? You're right. That's so important because even though we don't like that voice, that that voice that's telling us we're not good enough or whatever, nobody else is going to heal that for you. Nobody else is going to be able to shift that. They're not inside your head. They're not inside you, and they don't even know what's going on unless you share it. And oftentimes we don't share that that voice that we're cowering in the corner about because it's yeah, it's and we all have things that. It, it's, yeah, we all have things that we're working on, which goes back to the loving kindness thing, is that I'm patient and understanding with you because I realize my life is a journey, and there's still things I grapple with in my head that just kind of rise up at weird times to try to just kind of throw me off. and just So we, I, I get it, right? I get it. But I, I realize that my life has value, right? My life is important. I realize I'm not going to be here forever, so how can I live my life to the fullest and serve and be of service to the world to help people optimize their potential, enjoy their life, and to do beautiful things in the world, right? Well, it's wonderful, and it's and yes, and it's so important. It's interesting because earlier today I posted a whole thing about 
being kind to you, to yourself, because like you said, Jacqueline, it starts with you. You have to start being kind to yourself and then sharing that with other people and recognizing that. You and I can talk forever. I I love the premise <laughs> of your book and, and what you're doing and how you're helping people feel more self-empowered and getting out into the world to not only serving themselves, but serving others. So tell our listeners how they could get a hold of these books. You have these three books right now that are wonderful and connect and how they can connect with you. Right. So all three books can be found on my website at JacquelineHayes.world, and that Jacqueline is spelled J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E-H-A-Y-E-S.world. The books can be found there. You can also access my social media sites from the website as well, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. And the books are also available on Amazon.com. Wonderful. So before you go, what would you like to leave our listeners with? Enjoy your life. Live it fully. Laugh often. And serve the world. I love it. Thank you so much. I love how you're serving the world and us. And I appreciate you, Jacqueline Hayes. Have a beautiful day. And thanks for being on Power Your Life today. Thank you, Dr. White. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks. Take care. So think about what Jacqueline Hayes said, because it is so important to know your value and to recognize your worth and to be able to shift those thoughts. And if I could do it, because if I ever told you all the the horrific thoughts that, that I was dealing with when I was younger. If I, if I could do it, you could do it. And there are ways, and Jacqueline Hayes has these beautiful books that can actually help you recognize and your worth and value yourself. And once you value yourself, you can appreciate all of the beauty and all of the gifts that are within you that are here not only for you but to share them, as Jacqueline so beautifully said, to share them with the world. So if you want to get a hold of me, I'll give you the short website, doc, D-O-C-W-H-I-T-E dot org. We have a lot of upcoming guests, upcoming shows, blogs, etc. so take a peek. And also, remember, we're calling this Power Your Life for a reason, remember that you have within you a vast potential that's not even tapped yet, and you are more powerful then you realize access those gifts, access your inner power, and help to shift our world and help to shift yourself. Thanks so much for joining us. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.